Hello and welcome to the Villa Talks podcast. Welcome to the end of season review. Better late than never. Uh, I'm joined by my esteemed guest. Wait, let's wait and see. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> probably yeah, probably better never than late. But yeah, let's uh, let's wait and see. That's the voice of AJ, who's with us this week as always, and Carl, who's going to provide some colour to proceedings. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to provide any colour. Is the implication no. there? Yeah. So you, you you provide the expertise. The I'll provide the yeah. I'll provide yeah. the grey. Yeah, yeah. Carl yeah. can provide the colour. Fine. Yeah, yeah. That's the way it works, isn't it? You need a straight man. You need the yeah. That's why me and him are good. Such good friends. I think. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. always been our vibe. I'm alright. I'm sit to trap, isn't more, yeah, more, more, more and wise of the Villa Talks podcast. Well, the Villa yeah. podcast world, sorry, in general. Mm. I would say. Um, yeah. But yeah, how are you, boys? I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. all right. I'm all right. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a, been a few weeks, hasn't it? It has. Mm. Yeah, it's been yeah, it's been a good while, hasn't it? But we're back. We're back. back. We're ready. Back with a bang. And we'll do we'll do a uh, we'll do a transfer roundup at some point as well because obviously a lot's happened. Um, but uh, I think we'll probably try and focus on who we think we should be getting or what areas we'll be. We should be targeting rather than talking too much about the what's happening. The fixtures come out next week as well. That's crazy. Sixteenth of June. Oh, so exciting, isn't it? Everyone gets so excited about the old fixtures. They I, guess, I, I guess we'll be playing everyone home and away. Um, See, that's that's the sort goes. of grey comment we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, that's such a. I mean, I know there's the odd one like, "Oh, have you got Boxing Day?" All of that. Who's first game of the season? Yeah, I get that, but in general, it's. It's the same, isn't it? It's important we'll though. Anyway. It's yeah. important, we'll it's important though. Because yeah. what we played Watford last 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 season, first game of the season. If we had played them not at the first game of the season, I guarantee we would have well I wouldn't guarantee we would have won, but no, we would have mate, a better because when we played them later in the season we also lost. All right, so that, fine, <laughs> fine. That, that but, doesn't no, help. But, but the point I get I get the point. Um like we, we did play them at the wrong time, but then AJ's also like we played, we played them, them at the, the wrong time, time twice. Still, yeah, it's still <laughs> yeah. lost. Yeah. But Shut we, up, AJ. we have we have got a proper proper derby this year as well now, haven't we? Yeah. The Newcastle uh the Newcastle <laughs> fixtures. Apparently apparently that's a derby because they seem to have all lost their fucking shit. Yeah. Well to be fair minds. to be fair, a number of Villa fans are joining in with the yeah, I know, minds, I know. But I know. That's Twitter feel, isn't it? It was Leeds last year, it's Newcastle this year, like Apparently, yeah. Bubba Kakamara like, like seven hundred and fifty grand a week, according to Newcastle fan. Yeah, according to Newcastle fan. Good luck to him. Yeah, but yeah, it's, it's, a, unlikely, it's a weird but, one. Yeah. I've avoided Twitter for a while, so I'm I'm a bit out of the loop, to be honest. So I'm glad I'm glad I'm not I'm avoided it to be honest because it sounds mm. like an absolute more so than usual. Sounds like an absolute shit show. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I hate this fake rivalry. I know we gave we gave them shit, didn't we? Obviously, when they went down the old uh, sob on oh, the time. Oh, we gave them shit that. a number of occasions. I mean, I was yeah. there the game after Keegan left. Yeah, that was an awful lot of fun. We gave him a lot of uh, Keegan's yeah. playing golf. He's playing golf. <laughs> oh, I remember, I was there. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, and also remember when they thought they were going to get their own back uh, by relegating us, but actually we, took, we took them down with us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was brilliant. Yeah. So I mean, you know, we have we have uh, given them some sticker in the years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh well, you know. Oh well, it'd be fun anyway. What's uh, yes. what's football without a bit of animosity? Eh? Yeah. Anyway, um, so this uh, episode, we're going to try and focus on end of season review. Uh, we're going to do it in awards format. So I'll start the. I'll probably start the episode with some sort of Oscar type music, maybe. I like a jingle. Yeah. I like a jingle, don't I? Yeah. So 
Um, I mean, if you want to, you want to pretend to be a famous footballer or a famous actor presenting the award, you're more than. We need Sam for that, really, don't you? Because he's the accents guy. He's the accents guy, yeah. Yeah. All right, well. So, let's... Uh, I've made a list of different uh, different awards. Which one should we start off with? Should we start off with Young Player of the Year? What, because it's going to be so obvious? Yeah. And we can just... Get it out of the way. ...say the name at the same time? Yeah. It's Ramsey, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Easy one, isn't it, really? Yeah. Um... Yeah, I was going to refer to him as Starboy then, but there was a bit of a bit of did you see that? that as well. Careful. Did you see that? I, Careful. I, I I kind of saw the point, and I think actually, if they just went, oh, okay, that's fair enough. Um, didn't really understand. Uh, we'll change it, but instead, everyone seemed to shut down their Twitter accounts and and just leave it there. God. It was just a bit weird. But um, who shut down? Yeah. Who shut down their Twitter accounts? The um, B six Project B six people. Oh, right. Did just they? Went, oh, oh, right. Yeah, okay. we're going. We're going. Um, which you know, uh, if they were getting grief, and it was clearly it didn't seem you know, it didn't look like any, there was any um, intention of, of of racism there. But I, I kind of felt that once they was sort of inform that there were connotations just just say oh sorry change it and move on very easy for us to get onto the issue of racism on this podcast isn't it it, it is just, yeah. yeah within five it's minutes it's you isn't it it's you you're always bringing it yeah yeah. I, yeah always playing the race card jacob yeah, ramsey so, though. Uh, can i can i mention uh also it's a bit of a weird one because he sort of wasn't playing for us but cameron archer as a yeah. possible yeah, yeah. nomination for a sort of villa young player of the of the year even though he was doing it for a different uh, well, I mean, he did. Well, fair, I he, did the f- he did do it for us. I was going to well. say, yeah. yeah, the few games he played for us, um, mm. he did also uh, turn it on a little bit. Obviously, one of those was against Barrow, so you know. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, looks like an excellent prospect. Be interesting to see what happens to him next season and whether he goes out on loan again um, or uh, whether he is um, sort of in the, on the fringes of the squad as a, as a, as a backup uh, to. Um, the main strikers be interesting, but um, third top goal scorer for us, Jacob Ramsey, six goals this season, only got uh, one assist, which maybe you'd hope for a little bit, little bit more as he develops uh, on on that front. Uh, but certainly one of our most creative players, and I think in the absence of Jack, probably our best um, or most important sort of midfield ball carrier. Um, because uh, you know our other midfield players look to progress the ball uh, primarily through passing it, whereas he is someone who can run with the ball um, and sometimes run all the way and then uh, kick it in the goal himself. Which yeah, when he does that. I, and actually, you say that you'd want more from him from a assist point of view. I agree, but um, Thiago got into the PFA Team of the Year today with one goal and four assists. So that you'd, you'd suggest that is. He's for, I mean, he only played about uh, two thirds of the season. But, how does, um, how does well, Son, Son not get in, by the way? No, no, Son. Yeah, uh, Ren- and Ronaldo did. And Ronaldo, whilst scoring goals, made Manchester United worse than they were last year. Yeah, I'm more annoyed by Ronaldo being in than Thiago being in because, yeah. uh, I mean, Thiago's game's not really about the goals and assists, is it? He's the kind of guy who just keeps it all moving in the, in the middle. Uh, did, so, did Fabina um, get in? No, no. Oh, I, I think maybe. I think Fabinho's been better than Thiago, in my opinion. I think he's been probably more no, important. No, I think, I think no, I think Rice says. has been better. Rice not, not getting yeah. in there is a bit mad as well. Yeah, I yeah. think he's done more than um, Thiago over the whole season. But anyway, let's 
But uh, in terms of, in terms of Ramsey, then um, in terms of moving on to the next level, obviously he's the step he's taken from last season to this season has been pretty massive, um, mm. both physically and in terms of his attributes and, and his output as well. Um, in terms of if we're looking for if we're looking at in a critical eye and looking at him, how we can improve next season, how we can then take another step forward in his development. What what areas of his game do you think he needs to work on? Because mm-hmm. at times, I, I, in my opinion, I think he's well. As much as I love him, and I think he's been fantastic. He's probably been our best player alongside Mike Cash. There have been games where he sort of drifted out of games. There's not really been that involved. So how how can he how can he improve different aspects of his game to then move on to the next level? Well, I, I mean, I think I think getting more sort of goal involvements other than scoring them um, will, will be one one thing. But I, I um, read an interview. Um, with him or listen to an interview, I can't remember which it was, but he was talking about when Gerard come in, he spoke to him and says, look, I think you're a really good player, but now I'm here, I'm going to improve you. But funnily enough, I think he actually, and I don't know, I'm not, I don't know if it's related or whether it's just, he was a bit jaded in sort of the second part of the season, but he actually seemed to drop a level for me. And I don't know if, I mean, a lot of it was to do with the positioning that he was, you know, he was being played as that weird um, false fullback, um, but yeah, I, I, I thought he, he, Gerard. You'd think that Gerard, he's kind of the kind of player that he is, driving sort of from box to box, um, and just full of energy and full of running. So you would hope that he's going to improve him, um, but um, I, I, I didn't see that. Um, I haven't seen that so far. Yeah, I no, think I- it's consistency. I think as you guys have touched on, I think you know there's games where he's a big presence and he does. Uh, he has, I feel like he has more great moments in games than he has great games at the moment. And so I think he needs to, um, I think he needs to impose himself on games more. I think he could be a little bit better uh, on the ball uh, as well, not carrying as we've talked about, but, you know, if we want to be a possession team that, that passes the ball around, you know, there was a, that, that stat that was doing the rounds about that the, the proportion of our ball progression that has to come through John McGinn's passing um, that needs to uh, be more evenly distributed around uh, around the team. Um, it was something like twenty percent of our progression all comes through the John McGinn's uh, passing or something like that. Uh, in terms of his strengths, I mean, pressing is definitely uh, an energy. You know, that's that's there, and even when he's he's not having his best game in terms of influencing the game in terms of possession, um, you can guarantee he's always going to put a shift in. Uh, and only of players that have played more than ten uh, games, equivalent of ten games in in uh, in ninety in ninety minute segments, only Nakamba and Buendia have pressed the ball more per per ninety minutes than than him. So, um, you know, he's he's certainly uh, it's not that he's not putting a, a shift in at all, but there, there are games certainly where you feel like you don't see him influencing the game as much as he's capable of and I think you know no player is going to be entirely consistent across every game but there, there's definitely been games where you feel like he goes missing uh, a little bit and, and I think to get to that next level that that needs to come out of his game a little bit so that's where I think um, he needs yep. to improve a bit Fair enough yeah yeah. I think that's all fair comments and uh, I think the point Carl around his See his form towards the tail end of the season is, is a valid one as well. And um, I think probably a little bit to do with 
tiredness, as you say. I don't think he ever expected to play the amount of minutes that he has. Um, uh, maybe we'll see another number eight come in in the summer as well. I think that's something to keep an eye on as well. Although we've signed Kamara, I still wouldn't be surprised if we see another number eight midfielder because we, we at the moment, McGinn and Ramsey sort of pick themselves. You've got Dougie Louise who can play as a number eight. Santon will probably leave. Um, and then you've got Chuck who we're unsure about whether he'll stay or go as well. So I wouldn't be surprised if you see another number eight come in and that maybe gives some competition to McGinn and Ramsey as well. Uh, next one, uh, women's player of the year, and I've got a pretty good. I think I've got a pretty good shout for this one, but I don't know if you boys have got any 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 shouts at all. Um, I would go. Um, I don't know. I, thinking of the goal scored layman, um, but I think it might be her marketing team that have pushed her um, to she's, the forefront of my head. She's uh, more uh, player of the year, but with an A, isn't she? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 I would I would go for Hannah Hampton, I think, the goalkeeper. Okay. Um, my other shout was Petzelsberger. Petzelsberger. Um, mm. Yeah, I think Hannah Hampton, because she's made an England debut. She's been probably one of our better players as well, uh, if not our best player. And I think for England as well, she did well. So I think she's a real talented goalkeeper. And especially in an area, especially, you know, the women's game gets a lot of flack, doesn't it, for goalkeepers? Yeah. Um, and I think she's stood out definitely for me. Um, so that's that's my nomination. Uh, but yeah, it'd be interesting to hear the, the listeners' views. Do tweet us as well. Once you listen to the episode, let us know what your thoughts are. Um, next one. Should we do hero and villain? Yeah. Yeah? Do you want to go for it, Paul? Well, I mean, I think I don't want to choose them myself. I think we should all give it a, give it a bash. But um, villain, um, I... I wish I, I wish I was bigger than it. I wish I was bigger than this. Um, but I think you've got to give it to Grealish, haven't you? Like, yeah, that was my nomination as well. Well, I just think I, sh- I know I should be over it, and you know we are onwards and upwards and all that. But he's still fucked off. Mm. He's still fucked off, and he's still, you know, and he, he fucking won the league. <laughs> <laughs> what a against, against us as well. I mean, I know he's on the bench, but still, oh, yeah, didn't even come on, did I? But yeah, I, 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 I would say, I would say, you greenish for for villain of the week, um, of the, the year, of the year, season. Sorry, of the sorry, season. of the year, uh, of every week, of the season, <laughs> of the season. Sorry, not the year. of the season, yeah. of the season. Yeah, AJ, you agree? Yeah, I agree. Uh, I agree. I was my nomination as well. Um, I think I mean obviously Omar, you and I did that quite emotional pod after he uh, yeah. after he left, and I, I said at the time, and I still believe it. You know, in a way, I don't blame him for leaving. Um, I think he's understandably got some stick at City because he cost a hundred million pounds, and you know he he hasn't transformed them, but they were so good anyway. He was never going to, and I think you know the um, I think the idea that he's been rubbish is overstated. I think he's been very good for City. He just hasn't influenced the games in the way he has. 
for us. But, you know, that was similar for Mares in his first season there. And then look what he's done since. And if you look at some of the underlying numbers around his, you know, expected assists and things like that, they're very, they're very good and almost as good actually as they were um, for us in terms of chances created and stuff. He's just been a bit unfortunate that they haven't. Yeah, but can, we, can, we, can we can we can why is a prick? Why is a cock? Yeah, uh, but but ultimately, you know, um, I, I as and I said at the time, I was as sad for what it means for football as as much of what it means for Aston Villa. That you know, if a kid that's played for us since he was six, always been a Villa fan, grew up well, not in Birmingham, Solly also not in Birmingham. Let's not pretend it is, but near enough. Um, uh, was our captain uh, an icon of the club already at, at that stage um, and a club that was progressing with him in it. It's not like we were stagnating. Uh, if we can't hold on to him in that situation, um, then, you know, it's it's just depressing, isn't it? And I'm still depressed about it now. And it, 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 Partly because it's him that's sort of, in a way, betrayed us, but I understand the reasons for that. But just about you know, what it means for football. And now they're probably going to sign Phillips and, you know, Rice will inevitably leave West Ham and all of that. And it's just, you know, how can you ever compete with those top clubs when the best players are always going to always going to leave, even when they've got such a powerful attachment to the club uh, as Grealish did with us? So, yeah, Gucci Joe for me, villain of the year. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I agree with all that. And I think also, I think you can sense from his... Um, interviews and the way he's been you can see it's a bit it's not an empty victory obviously he's won the title he's buzzing you saw how he celebrated but I also think he realises that he hasn't contributed as much as he would like to the fact he didn't play that last game which is such a vital game for them the fact that he hasn't played any important game really anytime there's been an important crucial game he's been on the bench um, in Champions League and in the league as well Uh, he's not got the trust of Pep and what he's come out with recently about the freedom to play like he does at England I think was a, as a key one. So I think for him personally, he's obviously looking to improve. But from his perspective, obviously he's won the title and it's great. Um, he's, he's he's got there and he's done what he's set out to do, which is win trophies. But I don't think it's been. I think we've still got the better end of the deal from that perspective uh, in terms of the money. Um, Rational, rationally, but not emotionally. Not emotionally. No, no, no. From a yeah, from a from a romance perspective no because that's what football's about isn't it really um and it'd been amazing to see a one man club and him to take us to europe and play in europe and all that kind of stuff but it's just not realistic and i think i think more and more i think people are falling a little bit out of love with the game as well and i think that is what another thing not that other fans care that much but just football fans in general like like you said aj what it means for football and just stuff like what we've seen recently with the top 6 fa saying you know can the top 6 not play each other the week before the world cup and things like that you know it's just another sign of where football's at which is a bit a bit depressing but let's not <laughs> go down that road too much and not depress everyone too much uh unless so, we're in the top unless we're in the top six and then I'm no the it's not it's not the top six it's the big six i've said yeah exactly yeah, yeah. so if my united were 19th for example then they would still not want them to play i'm sorry what what the fuck's this have you not seen this no have you not seen so the fa have uh, written to the premier league requesting that none of the big six play each other uh, November the November twenty first twenty second weekend because it's the last yeah. weekend before the World Cup. W- w- why why the big six? Because they are most likely going to have England players. Yeah. Who are the big six again? Uh, well, Arsenal, Man United, Chelsea, Liverpool, Spurs, Man City. Right, but Declan Rice can 
yeah. can play. Yeah. Like he'll probably start the World Cup, but he can play yeah. whenever. Philip, well, Phillips and Rice. Phillips, Phillips. Rice. Yeah. Although uh, yeah. Phillips might well be playing for Man City anyway. Bellingham. Bellingham. Yeah. Mings, if it, hopefully he gets back in there. Like yeah. that, it doesn't matter. They can do what they Pick, want. They can go and they can go and play on a fucking minefield in some uh, yeah, yeah. wonderful country. Bowen, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right, so, yeah. Pickford, our goalkeeper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. To be fair, that would be a bad thing. Uh, <laughs> no, I'd have Ramsdale, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God, that save. Did you see that attempt at a save against Germany? Yeah, oh, very poor. Well, so bad, wasn't it? I thought he took a deflection. Uh, so it, was I a good hit. it was a good hit. He hit yeah, it well, but Pickford I mean, almost died out of the way of it. I mean, you saw about five minutes before when uh, Neuer made a similar kind of save from closer range yeah. hit a quite hard aim. Oh, the, the difference between Neuer and Pickford is just enormous, isn't it? Like the quite difference in quality. Mm, yeah. Like Pickford's our, our number one goalkeeper, our best, the best English goalkeeper. And we must be really poor in that. Yeah, in that area. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Not sure. We're not, well, let's not talk about England too much. We've got plenty of time for that. Plenty of months mm. ahead to talk about that. Um, and hero of the season. Uh, I really struggled with this one. Well, well, that, really was st- a, that was a bit Stevie G there, the way you went. <laughs> yeah, well, he, he hasn't. Um, he's unfortunately not made hero of the week. But I, I do. Hero uh, of the season, oh, mate. Come on. Sorry. I know. I'm so used to calling it uh, hero of the week. Um, but I think. Without just choosing who my player of the season is, it's I've, I've really struggled. The, and the only thing, <laughs> this obviously isn't a genuine shape for hero of the season, but um, all I, could, all I could think of was when Leon Bailey's dad held his own press conference <laughs> in his shed. <laughs> and it was brilliant. And it literally delayed our announcement by two days just so he could do his little announcement. And I just thought that was brilliant, that he basically says, yeah, he'll sign for you, but... I want to announce it first from my shed or whatever it was. Um, so I think I think he's my hero of the season. <laughs> what a shout! Um, and and we also got great insight into um, uh, what goes on in transfers because he was. Uh, I don't know if you remember if you saw it. He was calling Johan Lange on the phone, so you could hear uh, Johan on the phone yeah, talking yeah. about the deal. Talking about Lange. Yeah, you need to talk about this. You need to sign this page of the contract, read this, and all this kind of stuff. Like, I'm sure stuff that he would never want out in the public. Yeah, he didn't know it was on YouTube. It was on streamed live on YouTube. Uh, and, and as soon as you saw that, you know, this is going to be a problem, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. This yeah. It's good, though. I, would have thought, I wouldn't have thought Langer would have to be the man who's actually phoning up and going, yeah, page 19, sign yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Initial there. Yeah. No, you'd think you'd have someone else doing that. But no, there's... Yeah. Uh, Maybe it was admin, he's, he's, day, admin day, you know, working from home day. He's in the like, detail. It was, it was I, like it. I like that he's in the detail. I, I, I did think I did think that he was going to be a problem and we was going to end up, like, he was going to be um, sort of trying to lead him to his next big move. But turns out he's made a blamange and um, <laughs> will probably, probably not play more than 10 games for us, unfortunately. But, oh, I really hope yeah. he does fire. Me, uh, no, me we, too. We need him too. Apparently he's rapid, but I'm, apart from the Everton game, which obviously he was brilliant in. I've not yet to see yeah. it. Um, yeah, Any shouts? Yeah, AJ, your hero of the week? Well, I was going to say Matty Cash, uh, not just because he's uh, also player of the season, but because for two-thirds of the season, we were bemoaning his lack of end product uh, on the pod repeatedly every week and almost saying to him, just stop crossing and stop shooting. Yeah, uh, And he did, to a degree, stop crossing. And um, perhaps... Some credit to Gerard on that because he does seem to have been I trying to get... I thought you were going to credit yourself, then. No, no. I mean, a little bit me. You might have been listening. 
but he seems to have been trying to more pullbacks than crosses, um, which are um, generally more of a reliable way of uh, trying to create chances. Um, but so yeah, for me, the fact that he turned that around and the the last sort of third of the season, he was um, probably our, one of our, if not one of, definitely one of our most productive players, wasn't he? So yeah, um, and he's still shooting too often from long range, and I really wish the whole end would stop encouraging him to do so. Um, but uh, the odd one has flown in, so mm. I, I suppose fair enough. But um, but yeah, so for me. Uh, Hero of the season um, is Matty Cash uh, because of his improvement of his end product, which I think has really taken him to uh, a much higher level. Yeah, the the one thing that he's got going against him is that um, somehow he didn't manage to get a England cap. Uh, did I just say that? Did say that again because you went. It was perfect. You went. The one thing he's he's got against him, and then, and then you disappeared. Uh, sorry, it's a bit of a uh, network issue. But yeah, the one thing he's got going against him is that as a right back, he failed to get an England cap under um, someone with a right back fetish. Um, he didn't, and he had to go and go and play for Poland instead. One thing going going against him is uh, he's the only right back in it back in England that um, didn't hasn't got a cap for England. Yeah. Yeah, one of the only. Yeah, mm. um, I've got a few different shouts. Uh, oh, here we go. Yeah, I've got uh, Dougie Louise for managed to managing to turn Alicia Lehman. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I think that's, that's, I think that's fair play to him. Not not saying it's yeah, a good it's thing a or a bad thing, but I'm just saying, you know, fair play to him. Um, yeah. I think who else would I go for? I think Ashley Young. Uh, we're saying it. Saying it's a good thing, aren't you? Otherwise, that's why you're nominating him as. Yeah. Hero. Okay. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ashley Young, I think he's been a good. Although he's been, he's not been. I think he's been good. I don't think he's been very, very good or excellent or anything like that. I think he's been decent. But I think as a, as an influence in the dressing room, I think he's been he's been quite good from what I hear. You uh, just love Ashley Young. I Come do love on, Ashley. Young. He's still your favourite. That's my all sh- this is. My shout though. We man. don't know whether he's any good in the dressing room or not. We do. We we do we've got we no do. idea. You just want to. You no, just my, my love shout, Ashley Young. My shout though is Emmy Buendia. I think. Uh, I think he's my hero of the week because the way the Season. way the way he started and everyone was doubting him, including me, uh, and. You know, he was, str- he was struggling. He was frustrated. He was still doing great I wasn't things in matches. Him, though, mate. All right, you weren't. But plenty I wasn't were. doubting him. Plenty were, including. Oh, I kept saying, I kept saying his numbers are too good for him not to be good. Yeah, yeah, you did, you did. But also, I think the bring way in, he, bringing the grey, bringing the grey, the way he's improved, the differences made to the team, the attitude, the work, uh, the the work rate, the temperament, uh, his ability, and also the fact that I think he's been unfairly treated of not playing as much as he should have, and still. Toyed and continued and still made a difference when he's come on off the bench. Not moaned, not complained. Um, I think Emmy Bundir for me uh, is, is my hero of the season because I, I know you can yeah, do Matty Cash, great... but I think mm. yeah, Bundir as, as an alternative definitely. I think that's a great shout, especially the stuff on the attitude. Um, and I, you know, I wonder. We've obviously been uh, critical about Gerald on the pod a few times and wondered about him, and in particular about his. Um, ma- management of the the squad and the morale, and in, in terms of the way he's, he's called players out a few a few times, but I do just wonder about what he's saying behind the scenes, uh, and whether he has been saying to Buendia, "Look, you know, I'm trying to figure out with some of these players 
whether they're right for next season or not. I've got faith in you. I know you're going to be, but you're going to have to sit it out a little bit while I take a look at some of these guys I haven't seen so much of. I don't know if that sort of conversation has happened or not, but uh, or if it is just that Buendia is an absolutely top bloke and he's just, you know, riding with it. Um, and, and to be honest, when Norwich were in the Premier League last time around, when he was with them, he didn't play every game then either. Um, uh, so maybe, maybe he's, he just takes it on the chin. But I, I, I don't know either way whether Gerard has done this, but I do wonder whether there's been some sort of conversation in, in that regard because as we've said before in the pod if Gerard wants to play that two tens system then Coutinho and Buendia are the obvious combination to to play in that in that system but I, I also would not be surprised if once we were safe um and we weren't going to get dragged into the into the relegation battle that he wanted to have a, a look at, at Bailey for example and, and see um what he's got what he's got to offer and give him a bit of a run. Yeah and yeah, yeah. I said that to Emmy. Maybe, yeah. yeah. I, I think Coutinho and Mandir should work. I think you've got the right midfield behind them. You've got someone like Watkins as your lone forward who's going to give you the work rate, then I think it should work. Do you know, do you know what that reminds me of? How Lampard and Gerrard should have worked. Yeah. Oh, God, don't say that. Yeah. Don't say that. It didn't. It didn't. But, um, yeah, you've actually, thinking about Gerrard's treatment of Buendia has made me want to put Gerrard in the uh, villain of the season. Uh, but we won't. We won't go back we won't on that. that. Let's do. Let's move on. Let's do a moment of the season. I've, again, I've got a good shout in my head, but I want to see what you guys think. Well, I've I've got mine, um, and it's, it relates to the villain of the week. Um, season. Season. When it when he when Greedish came on, um, and there was the loudest Villa till I die at Villa Park. I think I've ever heard. Um, that was a great moment. It weren't. It was like there was a few, you know, there was some boos, but it was that that was a much better response than than any booing or or throwing um, stuff at him. Yeah. It's not that I'm suggesting oh, yeah. anyone. That was that. good. So great I think shout. that was my great shout. Yeah, great shout. Hey, James. Yeah, good shout. Well, I've sort of interpreted it as most significant moment as opposed to best. Uh, cool, she moment. did. Uh, and for me, it's the sacking of statistically. The sacking of... Statistically, the uh, best moment <laughs> was this. Well, we'll save that for best game of the season. But um, no, actually, I haven't chosen statistically the best game of the season. But anyway, um, the sacking of Smith for me is the most significant moment, particularly with it coming off the back of Grealish leaving as well, and sort of going from a club that was managed by a Villa fan, captained by uh, a Villa fan who was also our best player certainly one of, if not the best player most of us have, have seen play for the club in our lifetimes. Um, that, for me, was regardless of where we end up and whether it ends up being the right decision or or not, uh, and whether we continue to progress over the next couple of seasons or, or not, it changed something about the character of the club and the experience we'd had of fans for the previous sort of two or three yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. seasons. And I, I think for that reason um it was a really important moment uh and the most significant moment of the season for me yeah no i think uh i think both excellent shouts actually probably both better than mine definitely mine was uh considering the considering, yeah probably considering those i think those are actually much better my mine was just uh courtney house's goal against man united at old trafford uh but i was thinking more of like a yeah maybe not the same type of moment i suppose mm. but 
Well, yeah. no, so, all, well, all different, different, different moments for different needs. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So, but that was a that was also uh, winning at Old Trafford was was huge. Yeah. Uh, given how long it's been. Or likewise, the Fernandez uh, miss as well. You could say that. Yeah. 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 Which uh, which moves you on to yeah. then? Well, I, I, oh. I, I so. Uh, uh, let's say we, all three of those moments for very different reasons they can all jointly win moment of the season right okay well when I do that my well, I was, I was going to do some pictures at the end and uh, post it with it with the little awards but, choose mine then yeah I'll have to think mm. about that maybe I won't do the pictures maybe choose it's, mine maybe it's, too, it's too much effort for the little talks podcast nah, it's not really on brand really of mine 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 was the best yeah yours, was the yours they were all good but mine, mine was the most significant <laughs> yeah. so alright yeah uh, but that's not what it, it was moment of the of the season not most significant yeah. not, well, not it doesn't say best it doesn't say most positive be, moment of the season it just says moment yeah. of the season no but you're you're saying that yours was most significant but that's not part of the the measurement here well, it was my moment of the season. What yeah, but that doesn't that? mean it's one just because it's your moment of the season. <laughs> Do you guys want to start your own pods just to discuss this point? Or yeah, <laughs> my bloody after now. Should have to. Uh, we consider it. We consider it our pod anyway, mate. We let you think you're in charge. <laughs> cheers, cheers, mate. Thanks, nice one. The lunatics are running the asylum. Really, they are. They are. They are. Uh, next one, gaff of the season. Uh, mine is uh, actually related to your moment in the season, which is uh, Martinez conceding uh, that awful, um, awful yeah. error uh, to Fernandez yeah, against be, United. That'd be mine too. Yeah. Um, and I think particularly given the context of how uh, Martinez had um, shit housed him uh, to make him miss the penalty in the league game, uh, that um, moment. Was uh, yeah really poor, and also reflects a little bit. I mean, it was the kind of the zenith of Martinez's poor season, I think, because I think overall he did have a, a poor season, and I think he cost us some points this season. Where you know last season he definitely won us. We we had a look at it statistically, didn't he? And you know maybe even five or six points last season. I reckon he's probably lost us a good two or three points this season, and statistically probably the worst starting goalkeeper in the in the league this season, which is not. Good considering last season he was one of the one of the best, um, and his distribution in particular. I think even when he's doing the basics of goalkeeping well, um, his distribution is still not still not great. And thinking about where we might want to go, um, that might that might be a problem in the in the longer term. Um, but yeah, that for me was clearly the the biggest gaff. Yeah. You know, there's plenty of like Ming's errors and stuff that I'm sure people will talk about, but oh, I was just going to say, and ob- is Ming clear and obvious errors. There's a, a clear and obvious error that was the worst one for me. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I just mind. Ming's got the most nominations, obviously, but yeah, yeah, Ming, it's the Ming's the time Ming's gaff of the season. Uh, the Ming, yeah. Let's call it that, but yeah. Martinez wins it. Yeah, cool. Or, or maybe it's uh, hiring of Gerard and the second Smith. Maybe we'll see. Well, oh, yeah, controversial. Yeah, that's Contra- TBC. We can't TBC. really can't do that. Yeah, we can't won't do that. that until next season. Can't do that. Um, okay, I think we've done. Da, 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 da. Okay, match of the season, game of the season. Um, yeah, I'll go for the a game we didn't even win. Um, the Manu uh, home game with the comeback um, with Coutinho scoring. Um, um, I just thought that was the most excited I got 
with the football all season. Um, even including us beating them at um, Old Trafford. I think that comeback, we don't come back against Man U. That, it's always the other they way around. Us, yeah. yeah. And then, it's so, I think I think that was that was the match for me where I, I really enjoyed second half. I really enjoyed. Um, obviously, we don't bring on a Brazilian who on his debut who then scores against. Um, was it his debut? Was it his actual yeah, it was debut? debut yeah. It was, wasn't it? Um, that happened. That other teams do that. Um, so it was just it was great for it to happen to us. And actually, nearly went on to win it. Yeah, should have won it. One two yeah, one on XG. Yeah, Man U um, would have won it. Other way around. Yeah, the only thing that puts a bit of a dampener on that game was how poor the goals we were con- we conceded were. You know, we conceded yeah. twice from only an XG of only one. Um, both came from mistakes. Um, so yeah, hugely positive in the way that we came back. Uh, but mm. uh, not sure I could make it my game of the season for that for that reason. Well, I think the second half made me forget about the horrors in the first half. So um, yeah. I, I think it, I think it was just it's what. At the end of it, what I came away having, think, feeling like I'd enjoyed it most, and that's how why I chose it. Yours, yours, AJ. Um, so, so statistically, so uh, <laughs> okay, Carl wanted me to do it. Statistically, our best performance of the season was uh, Southampton at home. Yeah, uh, we won four <laughs> nil, but also our XG difference was almost almost two one point nine. So it was two point six to zero point seven in that game. Um, but I'm actually going to pick the game after that, which was Leeds away, the yep. 3-0 win. Um, again, convincing win uh, in uh, in terms of real goals, but also expected goals. Um, but also it came off the back of beating Brighton, then beating Southampton, and then that Leeds victory. And I think that was the most positive I'd felt about um, where we were going uh, as a team, we hadn't conceded in those previous uh, in in any of those three games, uh, and we had scored um, nine goals across across the three of them. Um, so felt like we were in really good shape uh, at at that point. And also, particularly that game. Obviously, we've had the sort of mock rivalry with uh, Leeds, so it was great to do them in their own backyard. All of the stick that they gave uh, to Tyro Mings as well in that game, uh, and he comprehensively rammed it down their throat uh, as well. So quite a lot uh, to enjoy um, about yeah. that one. We'll gloss over the fact that we then went on to lose four on the spin uh, in, the, in the next four in the next four games. Uh, but I wasn't to know that at the time. So at the time, I was um, I was cock a hoop, as they say. I think I felt that like we won that one too easy. So it was, it was kind of just we like, them. It, we felt, it felt run of the mill, uh, yeah. which was, is good in itself. They were bad. But to me, I was just, that game, I was just like, no, oh, we just battered them onto the next one. Yeah. yeah. That, that's that's why I, I know what you mean, but that's why I liked it. Because yeah, actually, yeah. Brighton, Southampton, Leeds, all of those were pretty comfortable yeah. wins. Um, you know, and it's not like we were flattered really by those score lines. We we deserve to win all those games by that that distance, and those are historically the sort of games where we've struggled or we've played well and still lost, or you know we've been a bit naive di- defensively or tactically and we've got picked off. Um, and it didn't happen in those games. We won them all convincingly. Um, and you know, I think at that time we were all thinking, "Oh yeah, we're we're nailed on for finishing the top half here. We're gonna, you know, you know, we've figured things out. We know what we're doing." But then we went on 
that terrible run of one point in five games, four consecutive defeats, um, and felt quite differently about things uh, again. But at, the, at that point, it felt like yeah, I, everything I'd, was working. And, and you couldn't like uh, the, obviously we had that little run when Gerard first came in. But there's the whole, or oh, was it just a new manager bounce? And and actually, again, if you look at the xG of a lot of those games, we were actually quite fortunate to win some of them. But that was that felt like something's happening here and it's clicked and we're beating teams we should beat convincingly. Um, and yeah, then obviously didn't didn't follow that up in some of the subsequent games. So it, it wasn't as good as we might have thought at that time. At yeah, that time, yeah. It was a very positive feeling around the club. That, that's the game I would have gone for as well. That was my, my pick, Leeds away game. Um, and also the Chambers goal as well, which was a nice sort of yes, exclamation, a exclamation reaction. point. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. yeah I, I think, and I don't know if you remember, I think, Brighton, when we beat Brighton away, they were in a good run. Um, yeah. And then Southampton were actually in one of their you know, very rare good runs of the season at the point yeah, that we beat the final. They hadn't lost for nine games or something. Yeah, they? Yeah, and I think, yeah. um, I mean, I'm always a bit pessimistic, uh, uh, as you know, but I think on the preview pod before that, we were not confident at all because we yeah. had a poor record against Southampton going into it. They were in they were in great form. And yes, we'd beaten Brighton, but before that we'd lost to Newcastle at Watford. Yeah. Exactly. And we were feeling super low at that point. Like we, you know. So at that point, you know, Bright the Brighton win was was not enough to sort of dispel how we were feeling about some of the previous performances. Um so uh so yeah, actually a, a good victory against Southampton as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good. I think good shouts there. I'd agree with all of them. Um, and then finally, I think well, we've got we've got two more left, um, and then we'll do we'll do a bit of a quiz, shall we? Um, yes, please. So, shall we do goal of the season, or should we do player of the season first? Goal of the season first. Goal of the season first. Go for it. Who's going first? Well, for me, it's Ramsey against Norwich. There's a lot of good. There's a lot of good goals in there. Chambers one that we've just mentioned. Um, I think in terms of the XG value of the shot, uh, the Matty Cash one against Brighton is the the best one, uh, but I don't want to encourage him to keep shooting from there, so I'm definitely not going to pick that one. Um, uh, I also thought um, Coutinho's goal uh, against Man City on the best game of the season. Yeah, uh, a goal. Absolutely. I mean... In a way, it's route one, isn't it? Uh, with the flick on, flick on from the the big man to the little man. Um, but his first touch, uh, you know, there hasn't been because we lost that game. It's kind of got lost. Um, mm. But that first touch uh, across the defender to make space for himself, and then to go near post with that finish, when I think everyone was expecting him to try and put it in the far post uh, and to finish it so precisely between the defender's legs is- as well. Yeah, I, I think that was an that underrated, was, an underrated goal. Was it was so good that at the time I remember thinking, uh, "That's why Wendy plays. He's on the bench most of the time. Yeah. That's, that's yeah, why yeah. he plays." But um, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I think all, all great goals. Um, my, I think I would go for the Ramsey against Norwich. Uh, also considered the Ramsey's first against Leeds, the Coutinho yeah. turn and ball to him um, was brilliant I mean you could have said his second goal against Leeds as well which was brilliant as well always um, goal against Arsenal for that for yeah, that matter although yeah. it was a rubbish consolation but I mean yeah. great goal still great finish but I think I, yeah, I think I'd give it 
to the uh, I, I'd say his Norwich uh, goal was the the best. Really sums him up as well, doesn't it? How he plays. I mean that that goal against Norwich. If Grealish had scored that, yeah. we'd have never stopped talking about it. Yeah, and you yeah, think yeah. about that that one he almost scored against Burnley. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It was it was almost that good. Yeah, it didn't yeah, have yeah. the like little flick over the defender at the beginning and all that sort of stuff. But it was almost as good, and he actually did finish it. Which yeah. you know, Grealish used to go on those mazy runs all the time, and then not quite finish it. Whereas mm. um, yeah, Ramsey not- just you know, he just doesn't seem to. It doesn't seem to phase him, does it? Like no. finishing, he just you know he just seems to just pick it in the top corner and not even worry about both it. Both so footed as well. May, long yeah. may that continue. Yeah, with it, with mm. either foot. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, I think it's um, Ramsey, the nice little one-two with Dougie Louise as well. Although it wasn't like yes. the flick over the head, I think it was still a nice move, uh, and with his left foot as well. The only issue, slight issue, I've got Ramsey, and I've got issue with any goal of the season is if okay. it gets if it gets a deflection, deflection. I just I really struggle because would the keeper have saved it without a deflection? I don't know. I don't know. I, don't know. Don't know. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I, just, I think it's going straight to the keeper, but if I think yeah, he bollocks, should have been my uncle. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. Maybe. Well, the maybe. I think that's because of that. I think, um, yeah, I think, uh, I don't know, it's a difficult one. I think Ings over kick was a great goal. I was just going to say, isn't it good that we're grown up enough to not just choose the overhead kick? <laughs> but I think, I think Chambers' goal is for, I think Chambers for me, because how difficult of a goal it was and the player that scored it. Um, I think well, if two, it, if, two, two against one, so yeah, we win. So, I don't yeah. think you can bring the player into account. I no, think I that's know. you can't go. He's a bit rubbish, and he scored a great goal. Like that's that's not the that's yeah. not how we should. Be yeah. Otherwise, Maradona's goal against England in '86 was shit. <laughs> yeah, it it, yeah. We didn't take a deflection, though, did it? So. <laughs> no. uh, um, yeah, yeah, the Ings one. I don't know. Obviously, it was a great finish and uh, very important in terms of the concepts of the game as well. Um, I don't know. It doesn't excite me as much as something like Ramsey's goal. I, I always think yeah, yeah. I used to. It used to excite. Yeah, me. yeah. I yeah. always think people get overexcited about boring um, bastards, aren't you? Both of you overhead kicks. Yeah. <laughs> like that Rooney one. Like, yeah, fair enough. It's come off his shin though. Like, you know, um, St George's Park. They've got a whole massive sculpture for the, of that in the when you go into like Why? where the main changing rooms and all that are above the reception. There's like this. It's quite a cool sculpture. It's like hanging from the ceiling. Like didn't a massive, happen, didn't even happen for England. It's a Man United, massive, yeah. like, wire sculpture of him doing an, doing that overhead kick. Came with his shin. Right. Gosh. Okay. Uh, player of the season. Easy, isn't it? Really. Matty Cash. Well, yeah, it is. Um, I mean, I if I could, I'd probably still give it Ramsey. Are we but, talking about player of the season? Or? Yeah. Yeah, it's not a bad shout okay. to be honest. I, although I think, I think your still... point about him. Uh, losing his way a little bit like a point that part of the yeah. season I think stands and I don't think Cash was Cash was our most consistent player I don't think he had many bad games I think Cash him, as well he's got better throughout throughout yeah. the season whereas Ramsey arguably has got a bit worse throughout the season so giving as you have to uh, the award uh, at the end of the season I think probably favours uh, yeah. Matt, Matt Cash but um, I, I guess if you were looking at it as an average performance across the season, um, it might be it might be different. I don't know who's top of the who scored rankings actually. I haven't I haven't looked. I think it's McGinn, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's McGinn. Oh yeah, 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 probably. Right. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I wasn't. I, I'm not trying to sort of. Um, I'm not saying that Matty Cash wasn't our best player necessarily. I just think it was closer than it being obvious. No, it's not. I don't think it was just a, a one-horse race who, who who was necessarily. But I, I think on balance, I, I'd, I'd probably say Cash was our best player overall as well. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I would say as well, it's worth um, mentioning that I think if Buendia had played every game, which he yeah. probably should have done. Yeah. Per game, per game, I'd say Buendia was our best player. Sort of yeah. per, per minute. I mean, Dina De- De- maybe it would be up there yeah, if we were doing it on that yeah. basis as well. Um, yeah. Certainly at the back end of the season, he was. He was. I suppose Coutinho wouldn't be very far away from it either, would he? Like based on sort of um, goal and assists. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very very productive, but mm-hmm. it was patchy as we've it talked was, about yeah. at length. Mm-hmm. Right, thanks, boys. Shall we do some quick quiz questions? Yes, I've just literally done this in about five minutes, so it's probably a bit. Naff, but oh come on, mate! Just get everyone to turn off. I'm sure it's oh, a no. great quiz. It's yeah, going to be fun. a great quiz. Don't turn off just yet, guys, because there's a surprise at the end of the show. Yeah, Carl's going to sing. <laughs> Carl's going to sing. Uh, the Carl's Nash- genuinely Nash- a very good singer, so yeah, um, yeah. Maybe Gen- we should get him to sing. Gen- I've had to sing on the pod a couple of times. Yeah, and I, please don't get me Sam, get Sam to sing again. He's uh, he's sung enough on this pod. Oh. He loves. He loves. He loves a bit of karaoke, Sam. He does, doesn't he? He said. He said. I've got a few voice notes for him of him singing songs that I've never put on the pod. Maybe I'll do that. Actually, um, do that. Yeah, I'll do that. So, first stat, random stat. I've gone. So, I've done FB ref. I've used. Uh, yeah. Oh, fucking hell! AJ's going to know it all off by heart. Nah, yeah, he's probably got it. Yeah, probably got it pinned up on his wall, hasn't he? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've got Wikipedia as well, though, just to mix it up. Um, Ooh. Right, the highest, so total attendance, the highest Premier League game at Aston Villa by, by number. Total attendance, including away attendance. What are you going for? Which game? The highest of, of any game, home or away? Uh, no, home, just home. Just at Villa Park. Home. Just home, Villa Park. Premier League only. Premier League only. Right, it's got, yeah, it's got, Premier League's going to win anyway. Not that any cup games are going to win. Um, okay. This surprised me because obviously we've had we've had pretty much full houses every game, but obviously there's always twenty or thirty difference between each game. I mean, United would be the obvious one to go for. Is that what you're going for? Uh, yeah, I think so. Who do we play on Boxing Day? We played uh, Chelsea at home. Oh, go on! I'm going to go Chelsea at home. I don't remember that game. Do you know that? It's weird. What was the score? Game? Oh, yeah, Lukaku destroyed us, didn't he? Again. It was 3 yeah, 1 to Chelsea. 3 1. Three yeah, he one. came on as a sub, didn't he? Um, our second worst game of the season in we terms took, of XG. We took, well. the, we took the lead in that game, I remember. Reese James only the yeah. Only the City game on the last day of the season was worse. Yeah. So the actual, uh, so you, you, You're going Chelsea, so you, you're going Man United, yeah? Yeah. I'm going United, yeah. It was, you're going to be very surprised by this. It was actually Aston Villa Brentford. The second home what? game of the season. 42,045 was the attendance. Oh, I was there. Wow. That, I That's literally remember. everyone, isn't it? That's literally <laughs> full house. Have Every we done a bit? Saint. Have we have we bumped up that up? Have we done a Man City? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But no, because, City, no, because yeah. other games, like Newcastle, the game before was 41,964. Um, yeah. It's all, it's all within the margin of error, I've yeah. got to say. Like, how are they yeah. counting? Yeah, I know, but still. Uh, Villa Manu was 41,968, so 50 odd seconds. So you're saying it was second? Is that what right, you're saying? Chelsea. Chelsea was uh, is it second. Where's Chelsea gone? I've lost it. 41,907. So yeah, I think May United I think, I think May United was second. Yeah, May United was second. Well, that's, well that's, that's, a, that's a half a point for me then, surely. Yeah. 
no, no. we don't we do half points in this game. <laughs> no. Oh, come on. If, right. just, if we need a tiebreaker. I've got some random you ones here. It. I've got some random ones there. Right. Uh, who played of players to register more than a minute? Or, more than sorry, one minute. A minute or more. Sorry. Right. Who's who played the least amount of Premier League minutes this season? For Villa yeah. or I'll give you a point if you get the the least or the second least. Okay. Um, least. Um, oh, it's one of them. I'm going to struggle with the pronunciation, aren't I? <laughs> go for it. Go for it. Go for it. I think I know what you're going to say. Go on. I'm not going to say it then because it's not one no, of them. No, no, no. Go, go, um, go, 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 no, go. Go for it. Um, Tim. No, it's not. No, you're at Burnham played. Started a game. Uh, started a game. Started a game, didn't he? Yeah, but I can't think of any. Um... I thought you were going to go for someone else then when you said struggle to pronounce it. Uh, Premier League, we're talking. Premier is it, League. Is it too late now, Anna? Is it Jaden Philogene Bedace? He is second with five minutes. Oh, you can be... someone... oh, I know who it is. Who? I know who it is. Wesley Marias. It is Wesley. He's played just over a minute. <laughs> and I don't know. Yes. Oh, yeah, don't... he came on and was just a bit shit. <laughs> shit, was it against? I don't know. If you can find out who's against, I'd, I'd Didn't yeah. he, Give like... Me... Give wasn't me two he... minutes and I'll wasn't tell he... you. Wasn't he thrown just... on, like, to to get up front? and But then he ended up just, like, playing in, as a DCM or something. Yeah, get yeah. in the box. Almost as bad as yeah. uh, Borgia Baston's uh, yeah. random appearance. Oh, for fuck's sake. Wesley. <laughs> Come on, Wes. All right. Whilst whilst uh, whilst AJ finds that out, uh, next next stat we're going to do is the the goal contribution stat. So it's uh, xg and x xa x assists combined. So we'll do yeah. one which is uh, a players who've played more than ninety minutes, and then we'll do one who's doesn't matter than um, more than ten minutes because um, there's a random player in there as well who's got xg and x assists combined. Which is the highest in the squad? Okay, so let's do the one which is the better stat, which is played more than ninety minutes. Which player has got the best goal contribution stats? Not actual goal contributions. So xG and x in total. In total. In total combined per night per ninety minutes. Not per, ni- per, per ninety. Per ninety. Oh, per, 90. Uh, per ninety. Yeah. In total, it's Watkins. I know that much. Yeah, yeah. Per ninety. Coutinho. Per ninety, per, per 90 must be. Carl's on Coutinho. Who are you going for, AJ? XG plus exactly right. Yeah. Probably Coutinho, but I'm going to go Buendia just to mix it up. It I'm just going to go Buendia. It's Coutinho. Coutinho. 0.47. <laughs> <laughs> and for, the, for any player playing more than 10 minutes, who is it? Archer? No. I don't... I don't. I don't remember. remember it. I don't remember minutes. No, I don't remember this guy playing. He played eleven minutes. What? <sighs> he was out alone most of the season. El Golzi. No. Barry. No. no. Kessler. No. No. It's not Jaden again, is it? I know no. he only played five minutes. We've no. established that. Should I tell you who it is? I want... No, I want to keep going until I get it. Um, in 11 minutes of playing he got an XG of 0.51 which is which is almost a penalty 
fucking hell could that point seven eight for a penalty, mate. I was seven. I was right though. I thought it was, I thought it was point seven. Sorry. Point five was pretty high XG for eleven minutes. I think. Oh, um, oh no. Who would who would get a point XG of point five and not score? Treasure game. Correct. Correct. Treasure game. That's a very Sam thing to say, but uh, yeah, Trez. Trez. Well done. He ain't getting a point for that. Fucking hell. Took him seven seven hours. Well, I did still get it. I'm right. still trying to look up Wesley Marias, that's why. Which uh, one's moved on from that, mate? New, Newcastle, we played one minute against when we won 2 0. No, I don't remember that. Oh. Go. Four nice. touches, apparently. Nice. Not bad. Two pressures. Not bad. Not bad not in bad. a minute, is it? Four touches. Yeah. Hundred uh, percent of those two passes completed. Nice. Yeah, uh, there you go. Wesley Murray's stats. I wasn't expecting to be pulling two passes. Two, two touch football. Nice. Uh, right. Next one. Passing. Highest pass completion rate of players who played more than ninety minutes. Answer. Yeah. <laughs> that was too easy. He's got pin. He's got that one pinned up on his wall, hasn't he? No, I just, you know, I spend my whole time talking about how Conser only passes it sideways and isn't good enough to pass it forward, so I know he's got a high completion rate. Well, to be fair, if someone who is passing it forward isn't getting a high com- pass completion rate, they can- also can't pass forwards, can they? No, well, that's true, but at least they're having a go. Right, good. And then... Right, have you got... Uh, do you want to just ask what... In, is the next quiz what's AJ's kids' names? You know those as well, should, mate. Yeah, so I should have a good chance with those ones. <laughs> More trouble with your own. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Right, I think that was that was it for me. I don't think I had anything else. Oh, oh no, so we, got one. One. we got one more. We got one more. Yes, one more. I can draw. Right. Of players who played more than 90 minutes, not including Emiliano Martinez, who has the lowest... Okay, that I, this one's a bit of a tough one. So ignore the last one because it's Tim and he hasn't played that many games, that many minutes. But we've got some other ones here. Who had the least amount of pressures? So Tim's the worst with 20, 24 um, and then this, yeah, so this is total total number of pressures yeah. or per 90 pressures total number of pressures would you I could do per oh, 90 well then want. we've got to factor in how many how long much they've played come on mate alright uh, fine I'm just, I did this one off, off the off the cuff so you should have you should have got an Excel spreadsheet and figured out the average per 90 and stuff yeah, mate you can just toggle it toggle per 90 stats you can I can't, I can't. this is oh, a man that doesn't know how to work FB right? oh, I've got You're it here the wrong man this job I've got it I've got it here I've got it here right let's do what are we doing now mate let's do pressures, pressures, most pressures per 90 let's do that most pressures per 90 most pressures per 90 um, Buendia yeah Good. I was going to say Buendia top two is surprising actually Oh, so Cash. not Wendell. No. Watkins. Uh, no. Lacamba. No. Louise. No. Let's see how. Who's left? Fucking Dean. No. There's no other Ings. fucking players. No. Ings. <laughs> no. <laughs> Ramsey. No. Well, we said what are the top. What? We said Ramsey was. Hang on, we looked at. Coutinho. Oh, no. 
Can't be Coutinho. There was um, two. There was two above Ramsey who played more than ten minutes, wasn't there? Are you? Are you more than ten? Yeah, yeah. Ten games. Wesley. <laughs> no. <laughs> one was Nakamba. Nakamba was definitely above Ramsey, as we said it earlier. Nakamba is above Ramsey. Yeah, yeah. Bendy and Nakamba are above Ramsey. There's three players oh, above. Yeah, it's but those that haven't played ten games, have they? So ten, ten um, games. Sorry, I'm not looking at ten games. I'm just looking at more. Than yeah, so games. just anyone. So finishing the ace is he up no, there? No, 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 no. This is players who played uh, fair, Traore. Fair, fair amount of minutes. These are players who played a fair amount of minutes. Not like loads Sanson. Of Sanson is number one. Sanson be number one. Thirty-three point eight pressures. Yeah, he's, yeah, makes sense. Carney Chukwuemeka is second. Twenty-six. Wow, that's a surprise. So this someone who has played, I think I've ever seen him put any any pressure on on any opponent ever. There you go. It's um, a surprising one. That's a nice one to finish on. I think. I was literally looking at that earlier in the podcast as well, and I still d- didn't remember. Mm. Although I did remember the two that have played more than ten games. Yeah, good, good, good. Yes, you know. I mean, I think I think that, that it's, quiz not mem- was, it's not a memory game. Yeah. Those are the stats we should Move be on. using. Really. That quiz was was heavily weighted towards. Well, it's not a memory show. game for you because you didn't know them, so you had to guess. It was a memory game for me because I knew some of them. I feel like I should uh, I should do one more quiz question that's more tailored towards Carl. Yeah. All right, go for it. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of one. <laughs> Longest beard in Villa squad. <laughs> oh. Has anyone got? Oh, it's probably Conser's, isn't it? Conser's little no, little one. That's probably so. quite long, isn't it? No. no. Do you remember Lewis Grabbin's beard, by the way? Just, you just. Oh, right. I do, yeah, it's awful. Lewis Still Grabbin's got it. Beard. It's horrid. I mean, so scraggly in that. Obviously, Yedinax was absolutely wonderful. Yeah. I mean, it probably worth pointing out that I've got a beard at the moment, and that's why you asked that. It's not just because I like men's beards. Yeah, because you was. I mean, I do, but. Yeah, yeah, and you're twiddling with your beard when you when I said it as well. I reckon. I, well, what's the answer? Omar? I don't know. What's I'm, the answer? To I think I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh come on! I'm pretty sure. Can't Louise ask us a quiz. Dougie can't Louise. ask us a quiz question and then go. Oh, I don't know. It's Dougie Louise. Yeah, it probably is. It's got that is beard, Dougie. It is Dougie. His comes and goes. So I've just looked for the entire Aston Villa squad to to figure that out. By the way. But like, what? I've done. I've done. You've got to look at them right now. You've got. To... You can't just look at a list of them. You've got to look at them right now. Should we, so this, could have had a few should we, should we call them? Should we call them? Should we call them and just see what, yeah. what's the situation? Well, what I've done is I've, I've done a to scale photo, use the scale, yeah. got the ruler out, measured every single beard that I can see, and uh, Dougie Louise wins. Um, sorry. Are they just hang all... on. Douglas, Douglas Louise and a beard, are we saying? Because. <laughs> I'm just, just a bit yeah. worried with the territory we're on here, given what we said earlier. But yeah. let's yeah. let's move on. Yeah, yeah. I don't have those photos, I'm afraid. Uh, I'm not. You know, just. Mm. It's turning. Uh, yeah, that's turning yeah. into a weird pod now. Yeah. Uh, we, yeah. We did say that, um, and you know, I'm, I'm more than happy to leave it. But we did say we were going to um, give a rating for the team and manager. You go for uh, it. Go for it. Oh, yeah, go for it. We'll finish on that. That's a good way to finish. I mean. I'll, I'll go quickly. It's seven for both. Go. I think that's generous. Um, I said at the beginning of the season, if we, um, I thought it would be an achievement if we got to where we got to last season, given all the disruption that we had, and that was before we sacked Smith and added extra disruption into the mix. But I still think 14th is disappointing, given the squad and the money we've spent. Um, so I think it's... 
five out of ten for the overall performance, but I would say six out of ten for the manager because he's obviously not had the squad for the whole for the whole season. I think we should have done. I think we easily should have done seven points better than where we ended up with the squad that we've got. Something. Yeah, like. I agree. I think five. I think five is harsh. I think I'm harsh man. I think five for the squad, six for the manager. I think there you go. I think that's what I've go for. Um, Omar agrees with me, although yeah. he does hate Stephen Gerrard. So I, do I mean, G- and Christian Persway and Gerard, basically everyone. Gerrard basically had us finishing apart eight, from Ashley Young in his performance. He kind of had us finishing eight. So you got to take that's that. A good point. That's a good point, uh, Carl. That's a good point. And you, you, eight's good point. not far off where you would want us to have finished. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. So I think maybe I've been a bit kind on the squad because actually our start was awful under Smith. So maybe um, I'll, I'll move down to six. That's as far as I'm going. But I think seven's fair for Gerrard, especially taking into account his transfer market performance as well. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good point. I think that's a good point, Carl. But I mean, I've also, I've said lots of times that I'm not really judging him until next season. And I also think, as I've said a couple of times on this pod and before, he took his foot off of big ass a little bit once we were um, safe because he wanted to have a look at the squad that he had available and judge some of those players for next season. And I think he sent out some teams that if we were still like genuinely competing for Europe or anything like that, he wouldn't have sent out those same teams. So um, maybe I have been a bit a bit harsh, but I'm, I was just I'm disappointed with 14th as a finish. I think we should have done a lot better with the squad mm. that we've got. Yeah. Cool. Thanks, boys. I think that was a really good and interesting chat. I think uh, I think we agreed with most of our picks, didn't we, for uh, the various awards? I thought the quiz was excellent, by the way. Really, top, yeah. Well really, done, on, well done well, on the quiz, mate. The, that you didn't even have the, the answers best, to the best one. Probably the best. I enjoyed one. winning the quiz. So I'll put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's the? That's I the, do. I do. AJ think... had AJ won the what on. AJ's Wikipedia page um, competition. Fucking big deal. Big deal, AJ. Big deal. That's the real quiz. Can you throw your shoes over, Paul? Yeah. Can you you do it? Maybe we'll do that. We'll record that. We'll put it on the YouTube channel. We'll put it on the YouTube channel. Um, Cool. Thanks, boys. It would just be the Dwight York interview and me throwing my shoes over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be the whole YouTube channel. There's a a Black History Month special as well, which is on there. Oh, is there? No one ever watches that. But yeah, I thought it was a really good one. We did the top five Aston Villa Black players. Um, Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, no one was interested, apparently. I listened to it, I think, but I didn't watch it on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. it's not really one you watch, is it, I suppose? Uh, Cool. Thanks, boys. Thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, Good to be back. this is the format now. I think we're going to come back every few weeks, to be honest, just the way it is. I'm too busy with work. Plus, we don't have anything interesting to say that we could come on every week. I think it's better if we give it two or three weeks. I think, I think we, we... Well, we are hoping to do a European Cup special, aren't we, mate? We are. We're going to do... So two things we're going to do. We're going to do European Cup special. Age's got a special guest for us coming on. Uh, someone who was there who can give us a real insight of what the day was like, what the the feeling of the fan base was like, the atmosphere and all that kind of good stuff. Um, so that, that, that would be a great episode to listen to, hopefully. Uh, and then we're going to obviously do a transfer one as well. So it probably will be a busy summer, actually, thinking about it. Um, and uh, transfers are always we're really not interesting. Do a fin- we're not going to do a fixture release uh, special and uh, just talk about all the teams. Just so we can have AJ say, yeah, yeah, yeah. AJ moan about how... Don't well. invite me on that one. I won't <laughs> have anything to say. Unusually enough. Yeah, we won't, mate. We won't. Um, all right. Cheers. 
Cheers, boys. Thanks for listening. Please do subscribe and follow us on Twitter at Villa Podcast or One Word. This pod is sponsored by MeBay Digital. Uh, please check them out. I'll tag them in the post and uh, we'll see you next time. Up the Villa. Up the Villa. Up the Villa. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it.